Ooh, welcome. Step right in. Take a look around. I promise that no matter who you are, we've got something here for you. Think of any creature, any companion, any friend. We've got it. It's our business to provide to you our valued customer. Anything that you could possibly think of. Anything at all. So, think real hard. Because we've got all that and more here at Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. And good morning, everyone. How are you? Welcome to Pet Shop Outback version. Up here, we've only we've got Griffin of Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. How Hi. are you? Um, doing great. Happy to be here. So excited to be here with you today here in the Down Under. Exactly. Here we are down under. So, okay. <laughs> so, you, <laughs> you cracked yourself with that one. I did. It's so hard to say. No. Yeah. So. No. No. Emma. Cleo. Ozar. Is the bit still going, or are we... Oh, uh, okay, yeah, back back in. Back into the bit. Back into the bit. <laughs> <laughs> pull the ripcord, Zach. Just, just ripcord. Ripcord! Hi, everybody, and welcome <laughs> to this episode of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Patch Shop. I'm Zach. Uh, I can't do it. I'm Griffin. Hey, I... <laughs> the one accent i've never been able to get i've been i've been watching a lot of the show on amazon prime called class of 07 okay it's either class of 07 or class of 02 um but it's a it's a um it's got uh oh god what the fuck is her name anytime i go to explain this show i immediately forget what her what her name is it doesn't matter she was a violet baudelaire jim carrey's uh series of unfortunate events movie sure you seen the movie you don't no. see movies. Anywho, <laughs> but it's about a group of uh, women who go back to their uh, uh, Catholic woman uh, girls' schools, 10-year uh, high school reunion. Nice. Um, but while they're there uh, at this school that's on high ground, the whole world floods, so they're just trapped in this high school, and they're all like, huh. what the fucking hell is wrong with you? <laughs> And it's fair. So I watched uh, that whole season in one day, and uh, that the Australian accent really just kind of amazing. It was like I was watching H two O just add water all over again. No, Emma, the condensation. <laughs> oh, very fucking good, uh, folks. It's so good to be back yeah. at Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop with you. Down uh, under down we're, we're we're down under we're up above we're all around, all around you yeah With i can love. feel you all around me you know that that flyleaf song oh i th i thought you were singing the song dead mom from beetlejuice the musical well nope, beetlejuice the musical the musical the musical can't say that i was friend <laughs> um okay all right what's the flyleaf song you're talking about it's literally it's called all around me Oh, yeah. I can't okay, yeah. we have to stop. Which there, I was we'll upset to. to learn was a Jesus song. Is it? Yeah. Damn. I know. See, it still I slaps. But yeah, it is a I was Jesus song. I was very confused. There was this Lifehouse song um, that my uh, my uh, non denominational Christian church would often sing during praise and worship. Um, and then I heard it in something that was not Christian at all. And I went, wait a second. Is this not wait. a Christian song? <laughs> <laughs> is that? 
You're all I want. You're all I need. Yeah, they sang that all the fucking time at, at Jesus School. Oh, Jesus School. Oh, Jesus School. Wow. Uh, it, it, we, um, what I think I love about us, Griff, is we yeah. do not pull any punches uh, in regards to how little we care for religion. Yeah. Yeah. As we've said before on this program, uh, Catholicism did me real dirty. Yeah. Uh, so, fuck it. I yeah. No. <laughs> you know what? When Catholicism said that you, Griffin, a left-handed person, wasn't allowed to use their left hand, fuck them. Yeah. It's pretty fucked up, huh? Yeah. Anyway. But then again, you're still weird and throw with your right hand, but shoot. That's because, that's you, because they fucked me up. But I you think. also like shoot a, a, a gun left-handed, but uh-huh, shoot a, a bow, bow right-handed. right-handed. Yeah. You're just also a pretty weird cat. Like maybe it's, it's almost like during some of my, my brain's formative years that I was very confused about what hand to use. Yeah, that's fair. And in, out of fear but of in your being, formative of getting years, in trouble, you were shooting a gun. Uh, no, but like I'm just saying, like <laughs> my brain was very confused and scared to use the right hand, and so there's a lot of monkey see, monkey do. Yeah. Hey, we've had a lot of fun here today. But oh uh, it's hi, it's me, Zach Tuttle, Rob here with Griffin Caldiron saying Catholicism is kind of fucked up. Use the hand that you want to use. Use the hand that you fucking want to use, gang. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Hey, if there's a god, he doesn't care what fucking hand you use. And if someone tells you there's something fucking wrong with them. Zach, it's okay. It's no, no, okay. no. There's something fucking Zach. wrong with them. <laughs> we've really, we've, uh, this is going to be a very tangenty intro. Because uh, I do have something loaded up in the tank. Oh, for you, yeah, Zach. I forgot. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, let's go. <laughs> anyway. Uh, we'll, we'll be, uh, uh, bringing some, some more pet shop goodness your way. Uh, we're visiting an old friend in the, uh, Tome of Horrors from yeah. Games. Uh, but Zach, before that, I do have yeah. a little, um, it's been a minute since I've given you a sort of like this or that sort of quiz. Oh, okay. okay. Um, it's not, it's not Kama Sutra positions this time. Oh man. But I found a little list of names, um, of some weird like animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like animals with like weird adjectives assigned to them. Okay. And there are, there will be some of these that are real animals referred to as such in the world and some that are fake. Okay. It is your job to identify which is the real animal and which is the fake funny one I made up. Oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. Okay, are, are you ready? I am ready. Let's start you off with the fried egg jellyfish. The fried egg jellyfish. Hmm. Yes, f- real or fake? I think that science is a, or Griffin. I think that is a, a that is a science. That is a science. That is a nature. Very nice. good. Uh, what about the earthen arrow pig? The earthen arrow pig. I think that's a griffin. That one is a griffin. That's yeah, what er- I... Earth- earthen's a word that griffin would use. <laughs> <laughs> that's a porcupine. There. Oh, that... <laughs> uh, what about the shelled dragon shrimp? I want to see... If this is a real thing, I want to see what it looks like. Um, I'm going to guess that that's also a griffin. That is a griffin. Zach, oh, that's, a ju- that's just a lobster. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, what about the pleasing fungus beetle? A pleasing fungus beetle? Yeah, my guy. I'm 
praying that that's nature. That is unnature. Yeah, 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 Zach. Nice, nice, nice. I normally do pretty well until the very end, and that's when I fuck it up. What about the raspberry crazy ant? (laughs) That's that's gotta be made up. Uh, That is a nature. That's a nature. The raspberry (laughs) crazy ant. The raspberry crazy ant. Uh, yeah. Uh, Let me hit you a Nylanderia fulva. Received its name because it looks like a wildly skittering raspberry. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's uh, back to back to my my good list. Uh, the uh, naked toothless snail. Naked tooth. Don't all aren't all aren't all. Uh, that's not a thing. That's a griff. I don't think I don't think any snails have teeth. <laughs> that's just a slug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. What about the jumpy velociraptor? The jumpy velociraptor. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, that's a nature. That's not a nature. That's Zach. not a nature. That's a that's griff. Gr- that's gr- that's Griffin's fun name for a kangaroo. <laughs> 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 all right. You got three more. You ready? All right. Screaming hairy armadillo. That's a real thing. That is a real thing. That's a nature. Yeah, I I I'm uh, uh, have seen video of these things. Very good. Uh, second to last, the paradoxical frog. No, that sounds like something you read in uh, Frog God Games Tome of Horrors. <laughs> uh, sorry, homie. That's a nature. That's a nature. Apparently, <laughs> as far as this list is concerned. Now we gotta write the paradoxical frog, um, yeah. and the whole thing is that it's a paradox. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the last one, Zach, are you ready? Right. Yeah. It is the pantsless thunder goose. <laughs> that's that's made up. That's not. Real. That's made up. Do you Pants, know what that is, Zach? The pantsless thunder goose is a. <laughs> I don't know what is it. It's an ostrich. <laughs> <laughs> a thunder goose. The pantsless thunder goose. Oh, well, you know uh, what? You I got... think we all won. You got seven correct and three incorrect. So okay, that's not bad. Good. Pretty that's good. Pretty good for a out of ten score. Yeah. Well done, Zach Rob. Apparently, the paradoxical th- uh, frog is they uh, are larger as tadpoles than they are as frogs. So they shrink as they grow. In- the well, tadpole, they don't, they the don't tadpoles grow. are they, almost a. They just yeah. shrink. <laughs> the tadpoles are almost a foot long. Uh, but the frog itself is only about uh, uh, like three, that. like three inches long. I hate that greatly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's wild. Yeah, fuck. It's a, it's a good one. Anyway, it's time to do an episode. Let's do an episode. Fantastic. Uh, we're back with Frog God Games, the paradoxical frog games, and yeah. uh, we are we're. Uh, talking about some just some little guys yeah we're we talking about an, an itty bitty boys we're talking about some some more itty bitty boys it's been you know, for how itty and bitty this is it's been a mighty long time <laughs> even longer for those itty bitty boys oh man uh, so let's start get, let's get right into it okay 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 uh up first we have the racklethorn toad uh, this this little guy. Speaking of frogs and toads and amphibians, 
this is just a, a, a kind of a spiky little toad. Little, little green toad skin with some like cream colored splotches. Like looks kind of like like thorns growing out of it. It looks hard uh, rock, honestly. Like kind of yeah. metal. Like like red, like plant like thorns. Got the you know, the big sort of toadish throat sack. Yeah. And it's got his little whippy tongue, just like thoop. Yeah. A cat-sized toad, about three feet long, with dozens of small needle-like thorns protruding from its back, hops forth. Its mottled brown and green skin glistens with a dull sheen, while its gray eyes study knowingly. This guy looks like, you know, like the kid at frog school. That, like, the teacher is like, all right, and, um, Leland? And he's like, my name's not Leland. My name is Needle. (laughs) <laughs> and everyone's like, ugh. But he's the kid. He's like, that's right. I'm too dark for this class. So he's, so it's a cringe toad. He's a cringe toad, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what he looks like. He looks like he's the, the, the goth who's trying way too hard to be goth. Right. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Where, where my soul will, will be, be bound for eternity. Hot topic. Ugh. Oh, no. <laughs> Relatives of poisonous toads, Racklethorns live in small, sorry, in small squiggles. I love a squiggle of Racklethorn toads. (laughs) They live in small squiggles in murky swamps. Racklethorn toad squiggles are fiercely territorial, and battles between them are frequent. Yeah! (laughs) Squiggle fight! Squiggle fight! Occasionally, however, the Racklethorn toads enter a mating frenzy. This is this is great already. Several packs merge and form a great swarm of noisy frogs that sweeps through the marshes like a wave. After a mating frenzy, females release hundreds of jelly-like eggs into the waters. Of all those eggs, only a very small fraction live enough uh, live long enough to hatch into tadpoles. A racklethorn toad attacks by arching its back and firing a volley of thorns at its opponent. It rarely ever closes to melee, preferring to attack at range. If confronted in close quarters, a racklethorn toad usually flees, or if cornered, attacks with its bite. I, which means this frog got teeth. This frog got teeth. Um, that or it's just got a like really hard gums. Oh, I mean, yeah, that would hurt. Um, I still can't get over the fact that it's called a squiggle. It's pretty good. Going back to my original uh, tale of uh, needle. Mm-hmm. the the goth frog uh-huh uh the the moment when like his dad shows up he's like leland i swear to god bud if you don't get in that van so we can get back to the squiggle i'm <laughs> telling you we're not shelling out the money for you to get those your new trip pants come the beginning of next school year okay oh dad <laughs> now get your ass into the honda odyssey let's go fine chains jingling as it walks it has little chains strung between each of the thorns mm-hmm. oh it's so bad fucking needle <laughs> the rackle thorn toad and his squiggle and his squiggle his and loving his, squiggle yeah, the fredericksons yeah you know what they say about raising the child it takes a squiggle it takes a squiggle <laughs> That's pretty good, Griff. Thank you, thank you. Uh, (laughs) Racklethorn toads are small monstrosities, neutral alignments. They have a 13 armor class, 13 hit points, and a 20-foot walk speed. 
their stats are pretty they're they're pretty uh, low CR creatures. Yeah. So their highest stat is dexterity at a plus two. They are immune to poison and the poisoned condition and have sixty feet of dark vision. They have keen smell, so advantage on persis- uh, wisdom perception checks that rely on smell. Their bite does a plus four uh, to hit and one d four plus two piercing damage, which means they do have teeth because it does piercing damage. Yeah, they they're there. I mean, if it grows thorns on it, why can't it have sharp teeth? Oh God, does you think it has thorns in its mouth? Thorn like, teeths. Ugh, God. Why not? I mean, yeah, the thorns are on the outside. Why can't the thorns be on the inside? <laughs> thorns on the inside, thorns on the outside. <laughs> Uh, and then it's thorn volley is a ranged attack with a plus four to hit 50 feet of range and it does 1d6 plus two slashing damage and the target must succeed on a dc 11 constitution saving throw or become poisoned for one hour it's a nasty little toad right there it's a nasty little toad fucking leland over here that's a cringe ass nasty toad that's a cringe ass nasty toad that's the best way to describe these little bitches But on the one hand, their collective is so charming. It is. The collective of squiggles. Yeah. Those squiggles of Racklethorn toads. At the one on the one hand, so charming, and yet squiggles frequently do like turf wars. Yeah. But then aside uh, find a way to set aside their differences and engage in like a massive group orgy <laughs> and then go back to fighting. Here in the outback. We encounter a, two squiggles of Racklethorn toads. Yeah. Yeah. Just really yeah. fucking going yeah. at it. Yeah. It's about you all. Yeah. You can see bloods <laughs> pouring everywhere. But oh, 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 God. oh, now it's changing. The, now the mating frenzy has really gone off the rails. Yeah. 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 Oh, this trip pants being pull, pulled yeah. off and thrown yeah. everywhere. And now they're beatboxing for some reason. <laughs> I was doing sexy music rather than oh, doing. Rather I thought it was the, at the frogs who were beatboxing. No, 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 no. Rather, I decided I decided to make the executive choice, Zach, and not do uh, Racklethorn Toad pleasure moans into the mic. Oh, God. You know um, But now I want to. Now I'm now I'm curious. No, Zach, <laughs> not this one. No. Yes and Griff. Uh, yes hey, and hey. Sometimes what is the the sign of the of the the seasoned improver is the I simply shan't. I simply shan't. <laughs> we uh, have we as a friend group have the notion of taking bits too far. Someone has to say no to you, chuckle fucks. Oh, fine. That we'll and say today, we'll, we'll say that shan't. for pet shop after dark. <laughs> We have to do another one of those, by the way, Griff. Yeah, next time we need to find a uh, a time where you can come visit me or I can yeah. come visit you. And we can, we get, can very get drunk. drunk that we meet in BG, room. we go to Steer, we get really drunk. <laughs> we we take a work trip back to our old stomping grounds. Yeah. yeah. And be like, Chris, close the bar down. We're going to get loud. <laughs> We're going to get loud. We're going to get rowdy. L- loud. Loudy. Round. Round. Anyway, uh, that's all I have on Racklethorn Toads. Hey, you know what? They, um... Oh, God, what do we describe them as? Uh, uh... uh, Cringe-ass something. Cringe-ass Nasty Toads? Cringe-ass Nasty Toads. That's That's... what we got here, some Cringe-ass Nasty Toads. Oh, Zach, excellent news. My tax returns have been accepted. 
Oh, congrats. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> the <laughs> the pet shop's taxes are still like like three years behind. Yeah, you know, it's it, it's just so there's so many jurisdictions, you know. Multiversal tax law is a son it's of a bitch. A son of a bitch. Alright, so um what we got up next, um like you know how we just talked about that cringe ass nasty toad? Mm-hmm. Well, this isn't um this isn't much better. So we got this um well this n- real nasty cat. Mm-hmm. Uh this is the hell cat. I know we've heard of hell hounds, but this is the hell cat. This small feline is all black, save with a small white patch on its chest and its red, pulsing eyes. However, in the blackest moments of the inky night, its true form is revealed. A red and black furred feline aberration with a spine of spikes. Yeah, it's a little it's a little nasty mangy cat, huh? It's a real nasty mangy cat. Yeah, it's yeah, it like I said, it's real emaciated. Meow. I'm trying. I was trying to put meow into the word emaciated. Emaciated. Yeah. It's you. You could say that it's a meowstrosity. It is a meows. Well, technically, it's a meowberation. But yeah. Well, it, what's what's awful about it? Like it, it looks like if I Zach Rob were to just kind of crouch down it on the all fours, <laughs> like it doesn't look like it's meant to be on all fours. Like it looks like it's crouching down. Yeah, its back legs seem a little uh, uh, too long. A little too long, and its back seems too hunched for a kitty cat. Yeah. Um. Various cultures share a legend around a mystical feline creature that steals souls from those who do not leave blessings for the myth. This creature, ca- uh, called variously the Kathsith Palug or Chapalu, <laughs> might have a place in these legends. The Hellcat appears at first glance as a common house cat, but this is belied by the feline's evil red gaze. Dun, dun, dun. <sighs> The Hellcat feeds off souls, often hunting in the night for the weakest humanoids, those lost or nearest death. The Hellcat can smell those near death. Whoa. Awful. Once located, the Hellcat uses its death gaze to steal the creature's soul just before death. Oh. It will then stealthily flee, if possible, and dislikes being confronted, running into the dark as quickly <laughs> as it can after taste uh, after tasting of the dead. Gross. I know this is I know this is horrible. It's like stealing souls and killing people. But it it what we just heard was that it finds someone who's about to die, appears, gives them the stank eye, and then runs off into the night. Yeah, it does. Um, what was it? The the suspicious hedgehog or uh, uh, yeah, yeah, groundhog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. The Hellcat does not discriminate. Well, that's at least nice. <laughs> searching both urban and wilderness for humanoids of any nature apparently preferring humans elves and other similar uh similar goodly races so it very, does discriminate it Hang does on. discriminate yeah <laughs> yeah very few records of a hellcat stalking uh through the so-called evil humanoid territories exist but whether this is a true correlation between the preferred diet of the hellcat or a lack of record keeping is unknown just Very say rare. that the Hellcat is racist. Just, Just say that, say that the Hellcat is racist. It's fine. It's a Hellcat. It's not like that's a big yeah. surprise. 
Very rarely a Hellcat will form an alliance with a coven of evil witches or hags, but will just as quickly dissolve such a friendship if the Hellcat's life is threatened. Yeah. This thing's bad. This thing sucks. It's, it's a little screechy. Yeah. It kind of sucks. Uh, it's a tiny aberration, <laughs> neutral evil, 13 uh, armor class, 44 hit points, 40 foot walking speed, 30 foot climbing speed. 44 hit points is kind of nothing to sneeze at for a tiny cat. No, for a tiny cat? Yeah, it's a tiny aberration, baby. Uh, its biggest thing is its charisma at a plus four. I'm sorry? Well, it's because it can turn into a nice cat. I like, guess. Look, it can look kind of nice, I guess. Yeah. Aside from its red eyes. <laughs> uh, it's got a pretty good int and whiz saves. Good perception. Good stealth. Dark vision at 60 feet. Understands common but can't speak. And has telepathy at the 60 feet? Wait. Oh, it has an int of 11. Can it speak with telepathy, though? Apparently, it, it can te- 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 telepathy something. Huh. Because it says it can't speak. But well, maybe sp- it's just one of those, like, you know, in your mind, you just hear... <laughs> it can just meow into your mind. That's kind of funny. And you're like, what? Uh, it's got a death sense. Uh, Hellcat can sense the exact location of any humanoid within 120 feet with less than half its hit points. Yuck. Oh, wow. It's got a false appearance. Unless it is using its death gaze ability, the Hellcat is indistinguishable from a normal Hellcat. It's got yeah. magic resistance. Oh. The, the Hellcat has advantage on saving throws against spells and other magical effects. It's got a multi-attack. It makes one bite, one claw. Its bite is a plus four to hit, and it's a D4 plus two piercing. Um, and its claw is plus four to hit, 2D6 plus two slashing. Dang. And then it's got a death gaze. A death gaze. A death gaze. <laughs> what? With my uh, death ray. Stop. Or freeze gaze. That's the free the freeze. Yeah, free, <laughs> my freeze gaze. Uh, and it's got a yeah. It's got a uh, uh, recharge of, of of a five or six. Uh, one target within 30 feet of the Hellcat that can uh, that it can see must make a DC 14 constitution saving throw. On a failed saving throw, the target takes 27 or 6d8 necrotic damage. Jesus. If the, uh, if the creature drops to zero hit points from this damage, it dies and can only be restored to life by the means of a true resurrection or wish spell. That's really dirty to throw at a CR2, at a, at a party of level 2 characters. Yeah, if that's if rude. If you're abiding by the CR. Yeah. Not many characters at that level have that many hit points. So the Hellcat sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, hey, but Zach. Um, yeah. But what if it wasn't? Okay. So if it wasn't a Hellcat. It'd be a... A Tellcat. And it just uh, tells you, like, <laughs> the things that it really likes about you. Yeah. It's a... Um, yeah. It's a, and it's... it's a, no, you got, you're saying no, that. Well, you, you know, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you had you had a thing. No, you had a thing. Okay. What if it yeah. What if it was a yell cat though? Oh, a yell cat's pretty good. I like <laughs> it's that. It's just goes around yelling. <laughs> so instead of uh the telepathy, well, it, you just hearing a meow, you just hear <laughs> Yeah. I mean I guess like, it could be fuck? it could be like a um It's a smell like, cat. Like, like it's ooh. A smell cat. I like smell. Let's let's pursue smell cat rather smell than the cat. dumb bit I was gonna say. 
Oh, okay. What was the dumb bit you were going to say? Now I'm interested. Like, 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 yell cat as if it was like a town crier, but I forgot that it couldn't speak, so it would just be <laughs> communicated. <laughs> <laughs> it's just holding a newspaper. <laughs> there you go. No, I'm in the smell cat, though. Smell cat, smell cat. Um, what uh, is it? Its face is like 60% nose. Nose? Oh, man. Or does it have like multiple Nars. noses? Nars. No. <laughs> uh, could be um. Hmm. The bell cat and it. Bell cat. It's like, like a, a bell, bell hop. hop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just rolls up. <laughs> oh yeah. And you uh, put your luggage on a, on a little cart and it. Yep. I'm up in a. I'm up in room two hundred four. Well, all the spikes on its back, you can hook uh, your oh. like suitcase onto, and it yeah, you know, it walks, and so your your rolling luggage just kind of gets towed behind it. Jesus Christ! Yeah, it wraps its little Aww. tail around it. Yeah, but the it Thank can you, only Bellcat. say one word through its telepathy, and that's tip. Yep, exactly. Tip. <laughs> tip. What do you, what, what do you tip Bellcat with? Uh, sardines. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say some some like tuna. Mm-hmm. Perhaps a little bit. Well, no, I, I, look, I go back and forth. Not go back and forth on whether or not I understand. Are cats lactose intolerant? I don't know. Because like I, when I first got Ripley, it was like, don't give your cat cheese, and I was like, why? But famously in cartoons, cats drink milk as a treat. I know, right? Can cats have cheese? Stop the podcast. We're looking this up. Cheese is not a natural part of a cat's diet. Cats are obligate carnivores, which means they can only get necessary nutrients from meat. But even though cheese is uh, also high in protein, it can upset a cat's delicate digestive uh, system. The reason Mm. for this is that cats don't tolerate dairy very well. That's, yeah, the whole thing is you give a cat a saucer of milk. Yeah. Cats are attracted to yogurt and milk because of the fats and proteins that they can sense and smell within the dairy products, but they produce lactase minimally or not at all, as its food is no longer milk but meat. So that makes them, by definition, lactose intolerant. Interesting. Yeah, Yeah, because anytime I've ever had a string cheese, Ripley Jean is on my my lap within seconds. I mean, like, I would be, too. Yeah, and Ripley Jean, she she does this face. It's my favorite thing she does. Anytime we ever bring, like, food home and, you know, it's in a bag, she'll, like, like sit next to the bag and she does this face. I'm going to do it for you. Okay, this is great for audio I know, my my mic is being pulled off the side, but she goes. (laughs) And it is... What do you? Yeah. Oh, you want it one more time? Yeah, one more time. Oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I wanted to take multiple screen grabs. Awesome, and that it is the sweetest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. So, uh, my dog nephew Milo, um, oh, Milo. also also loves string cheese, and like my sister will give him some string cheese when you know she grabs a a, a stick, uh, and like. I, I I must be able to sense the proteins and, and fats too, because every time I see a cheese stick, I'm like, I gotta get. Ooh, one gotta get a cheese stick. I gotta Dude, get. I gotta there, get me look, one. Look, there is something about string cheese that's just it's like ju- they just they got fuck. it in one. Can they I absolutely I, fucking crushed it? With so I know cheese. that I've already told like two an- an- anecdotes in this particular segue, uh, not segue, but this. It, can I tell a funny story? Yeah, can I tell a funny story about string cheese? Yeah. Hit me. So so that's the I, podcast anymore. Yeah. Anyway. 
So you, I don't think you have met my stepbrother, Zach. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Uh, the viewers at home who aren't aware, uh, I, Zach, have a stepbrother also named Zach. We grew up in the same house um, since I was about in second grade. Yeah. Um, up until, you know, I turned 18 and uh, got my own life. Um, <laughs> but there was a day where my mom had just gone grocery shopping and she bought like the fucking big ass value pack of string yeah. cheese. Yeah. We all really like string cheese. She got brought it home. And then I don't remember what it was, but pretty much all of us left the house like we were going to go out to do something. Zach was like, I'm going to stay home. And we come back, oh, no. and the whole thing of string cheese has been no. eaten. The whole fucking pack. And he's like, we're like, Zach, did you eat all of those strings? She's like, no, I didn't. And it was like, you're the only one home. But more than that, like he would he would often um, drag a kitchen chair into uh-huh. our living room and put it in front of like right in front of the TV to play Call of Duty. Yeah. And he would often make a little nest for himself of like the socks that he had taken off while he was sitting there and like stuffed into the entertainment center. But also there was a match like a two foot thick, like shoved in stack of string cheese wrappers. wrappers? We're like, Zach, the evidence is right here, dude. He's like, I didn't eat it, dude. It wasn't me. It was bullshit. You all a string cheese, man. I'm pissed. His poor tummy, though. Dude, I'm pretty sure he was constipated for a week after that. Yeah, that's a lot of cheese. That's so much cheese. Hey, Zach, Zach, we know you ate all those fucking string cheese. (laughs) Don't even try to fucking deny it. (laughs) I have a weird family life. (laughs) Hell yeah, brother. So anyway, Anywho. Hellcat, Bad Pat, ad break? Ad break, baby. <laughs> Tired of normal, ordinary pet litter? Afraid to take the plunge on buying that Bahir because you're worried about those massive dukes? Your Pegasus too noble for a litter box? Then do we have the product for you, Litteraline. This magically enchanted pet litter emits a scent that matches the alignment of you or your pet. It magically replaces all pet stink with a personalized scent just for your alignment. Or for those picky pets, it will produce a scent so enticing they'd be ashamed not to do their business there. Maybe your nightmare steed needs a little taste of home? Try Neutral Evil Brimstone. Coatal Assistant keeps banishing its droppings to your pillow. Try Lawful Good Clean Linen. Alignments vary between pet and owner. Can't go wrong with true neutral new car. Or maybe your pet doesn't care and you just need something to cover that stench. Then chaotic neutral bacon grease is the litter for you. In addition, LitterAlign auto-magically cleans itself every 24 hours and you can change scents at any time with our convenient take-home transcendation packs. Call 1-800-PET-SHOP and start realigning the way your pet does business. LitterAlign, a scent for all kinds. And that's why I don't eat gorgonzola anymore, Zach. Well, we here down under, we love ourselves some gorgonzola, all right? Okay, sure. Yeah. Nice. Nice. You see, it's nice to have a conversation where two people can voice their likes and their dislikes. Let's talk about various cheeses. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) You, You... you seen anybody? No. 
<laughs> what a perfect button. What a perfect button, Zach. No. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate Extremely it. well done. Thank you. Um, I appreciate it. Anyway, let's continue on with the episode. All right. Uh, Zach, our, our next itty bitty boy is the skeleton. I love that. Not a skeleton, but a skeleton. Skeleton. Uh, it looks, you remember the Demi Lich from, yeah. uh, it's just like, it's just like a, or like a flame skull kind of situation from yeah, the like good the, old fashioned owner's well, manual. Yeah, the, the Demi Lich is just a little skull. It's got the crystal eyes, all that good stuff. It's kind of like that. I think it's got sort of a, I don't know, like a, maybe like dust or smoke sort of like form around it. I believe it's dust. One of its actions are called dust. Ah, that would do it. This being looks like a humanoid skull with several small gems inset into its eye sockets and mouth. Oh, yeah. Look at its, its teeth. teeth. It's, it's got gem teeth. Some rich teeth. Yeah. Uh, skeletons are undead creatures believed to have been created by a lich or a demi-lich. There you go. Uh, for the creature greatly resembles the latter in that it is nothing more than a pile of dust, a skull, and a collection of bones. The gemstones inset into its eye sockets... And in place of its teeth are not gemstones at all, but are painted glass, parentheses, worthless. Oh man. Ah, <laughs> oh, beans. The skeleton is thought to have been created to frighten off would-be tomb plunderers or convince them that they have defeated the skeleton's creator rather than a minor servitor and tomb guardian. The skeleton lies in wait for its prey. When a living creature touches a skeleton, it uses its dust attack to incapacitate and confuse the intruders. If the intruders have not fled, it moves in to bite them with its gem-encrusted teeth. I like the idea that like, when someone touches it, it just goes, Ashy! and dust <laughs> just... <laughs> Literally just pocket sands at the, yeah. first mo- at the first moment's notice. It's like, you know, squid ink in the water. Yeah. Ah, psh! All right, skeleton is tiny undead, neutral evil, 12 armor class, 21 hit points, and a poor, poor fly speed of 10. I'll get there eventually. It's so slow. Just slowly drifting from its dusty form. Hey, when I get there, can you have a glass of water? All this dust is making my throat real dry. Uh, I'm good, actually. I'm going to, like, hit you with my sword instead, oh, I think. Oh, okay, it's fine. Yeah, I don't have a throw action now I'm thinking about, it, so. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll be, yeah, I'll be there in, like, five minutes, though. I'm going to throw this axe at you now? Oh, oh, that, you know, that that's fair. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's just <laughs> a party just bullying a skeleton. Because <laughs> it can't catch them. It reminds me of there's a you you have seen Tenacious D in the Pick of Destiny. Yes? I have seen Tenacious D. In there's the, the, pick the of bit Destiny. where they where they walk outside of the Rock and Roll History Museum and the guy's like, "Come over here, I'm going to fucking stab you." And they're yeah. like, "No, <laughs> no, we're not coming over there." And he's like, "I'll come over there." And he moves so slowly, slow. like, yeah. dude. He's so slow. What's bail? Yeah, <laughs> let's just go. Oh God. Skeleton has pretty garbage stats. Uh, highest is its charisma at a plus two. Uh, it does have a plus five to perception, though. Immune to poison, uh, the poisoned condition, and exhaustion for some reason. Well, mm. I guess if you don't have, like, muscles, you can't, like, get exhausted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 60 foot of dark vision. Uh, it understands the language of its creator, but it can't speak. And it is a uh, challenge rating of one-fourth. 
is, is, is the whole thing is supposed to be that the skeleton is parentheses worthless. I it might be. Let's let's check out its abilities though. It appears to be the bit. It's it's poor little bite attack is a this is curious. It's a plus two to hit, and its range is zero. Uh, How does, does that mean it that has to work? be on top of you? I it's guess tiny. Maybe it can be in your it, space. It can, it can occupy your space, but like that's all it can do. Holy shit! It deals uh, a measly one d six piercing damage. However, if the target it bites uh, it is a creature, it must succeed on a DC eleven Constitution saving throw against disease or be poisoned until that disease is cured. For every 24 hours that elapse, the target must repeat the saving throw, reducing its hit point maximum by 1d10 on a failure. Dang. The disease is cured on a success. The target dies if the disease reduces its hit point maximum to zero. Dang. That's that's intense. Yeah. So if it, 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 good to stay away from it, and it's a good thing that it's very easy to stay away from. Yeah. And then it has this dust attack, which does have a little bit of range. Okay. The skeleton can use its crumbled remains to attack any creature that comes within 10 feet of it. Uh, it can do this attack twice per day. The skeleton billows forth a cloud of dust that surrounds it in a 10-foot radius. All creatures in that area must succeed on a DC 12 constitution saving throw or be poisoned for one minute. So it doesn't do any damage, it just poisons you. This thing sucks. This thing kind of sucks. This thing can't kill you unless it's very slowly over time. Yeah, yeah, this. so slow over time. Um, all right, so well, I'm going to challenge you, Griffin, uh, to oh. another game of, but what if it wasn't? Mm. I'm going to hit you right off the bat here. Yeah. Mullet, Tim. Jesus. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. So like a like a like a uh, business up front party in the back mullet. I'm thinking like hairband. Oh, you know what? That I would also accept a hairband. Yeah. Yeah. Mulleton. I will also give the option of skeleton. <laughs> it's really good at making breakfast. Well, yeah. Instead of dust, it just like sneezes spices out. Oh, that's very good. This thing, yeah. this thing needs some some paprika. <laughs> oh, that can't be like that can't pass like health, like food safety. Yeah, he's in a truck. He moves spices. around. His pit oh, permits are okay. up. You know, <laughs> it's, a, it's a rogue food truck. Mm-hmm. A rogue breakfast themed food truck. Oh, you need some cumin? Got you. <laughs> It spins its head around a few times. You hear the bones crack. There it is. Uh, I like skeleton more than mulletin. Skeleton, skeleton's pretty good. Skeleton's um, pretty good. Let's see. Skeleton um, sucks though. Skeleton's pretty garbo, dude. We picked uh, some real see. stinkers today. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what what can we do with skeleton? What can we do with skeleton? Else, can we do with skeleton? Yeah, um, do do do. Uh, was is in the uh, ends up uh fronting uh for the uh revival of the band Skillet. Ooh, oh no, <laughs> we don't. No one wants it. No one asked for it. No one asked for it. And yet it's here. And yet it's back. Christian rock band Skillet. Parentheses worthless. Worthless. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. 
Jesus Christ. Skeleton's bad. Bad pet. Bad to bad look at. Bad anything. Not, I can't even think of a purpose it can serve properly in D&D unless, like, to just be a little, like, essentially like a familiar. Yeah. A very slow and dusty familiar. I'm coming. Hold on. It's fine. Wait, 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 wait. I'm coming on my way. way. And someone just turned, you just hear a dustbuster turn on. Just. (laughs) No. (laughs) And that's it. And then Skeleton is dead. And then Skeleton's dead, and we don't need to fucking deal with it anymore. Yeah, uh, and I, I second that. Let's not deal with him anymore, Zach. I agree. Hey, are you A ready resounding for the best? boo for ske- Skeleton. Big boo. 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 Are you ready for the best thing we'll talk about all day? God, I hope so. Save Here's me from the skeleton. fucking mouse dragon, Griff. Okay. Part mouse, part dragon. Let's hit it. Oh, my God. Isn't it incredible? It's a little fucked up. Not going to lie. Look, it's a little, but yeah, it's a mouse and a dragon. What did you expect? He's got a little mean, nasty face. This tiny creature appears to be a monstrous mixture of mouse and dragon. The body and legs of a sparse furred mouse with reptilian wings and long furless tail covered in scales. Yeah, it's uh, kind of a mangy looking mouse. With like ma- mouse I don't feet. see I don't see any mange on this thing. It just doesn't look healthy, you know. I mean, it, I think what you're focused on are with the weird scale things around its eye. Yeah, I think that's what's throwing you off. I there. guess. But yeah. yeah, the mouse, like the the its forward arms are like you know got like the wyvern wings sort of vibe going like, on, like bat wings. Yes, yeah. it's got some horns coming up like uh, over the brow line. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, it's its ears got a little bit of a cut in it, but it's got some big old teeths. Some and big, yeah, the big, big the, the long tail with the guy. sort of spade on the end of it. Yeah, holy shit! The mouse this is dragon. not as cute as I thought it was going to be when oh, you told me about mouse oh, dragon. Oh, but it's incredible. What's it? Uh, the, 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 yes, Draco Moridae vulgaris is the most common of the small coin hoarding dragons. They tend to inhabit castles and cities, heavy in stone buildings, taking coins and jewelry from the buildings they hide in. Their nests, where they lay their eggs, are always built of precious metals they requ- uh, they acquire. Mouse dragons often go unseen. They hide within the walls, building elaborate nests in the stone or wood of the structure they've chosen. Their sharp teeth and claws are capable of burrowing through stone and wood. Uh Uh-oh. And they make short work of any material short of metal. In the new seasons of Another Path, we we encounter something like this very early on, and I'm guessing that Chase pulled them from this book. Now that we're reading about them, the dragon eyes. But but the yeah, but the way he talked about them, they were much cuter and far less frightening than this little shithead. Yeah, it's kind of scary looking. Um, the most common mouse dragon, the vulgar mouse dragon, is <laughs> heinous and cares nothing for its environment, <laughs> fleeing with a, uh, with as much of their horde as they can carry should it come under attack. They are, however, several other types of mouse dragons. The copper mouse dragon, Draco Muridae Eris, is a mm-hmm. much more agreeable sort who will protect the structure in habits if able. The rarest mouse dragon, the platinum mouse dragon, Draco Muridae Platina, is mm-hmm. a natural illusionist and the only mouse uh, the only mouse dragon capable of true speech. Yeah, with, the, with there's a there's a platinum one that we encounter. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's like right off the bat. It was what the blur yeah. or whatever you called it. The yeah. blur. Yeah. Uh, see, so there's, yes. there's silver. There's copper. There's electrum. Oh, that's funny. I'm getting really into electrum. I was. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you should be really buying into electrum. It uh, looks like a handful of them do have breath weapons. Yeah, I do love the fact that even though they have wings, none of them have fly speeds. Wait, for real? Yeah, they have 20-foot walking oh, speeds, 20-foot climbing God. speeds, and 10-foot burrow speeds. You're right. Holy shit. I love this. Um, so, the, yeah, there's the vulgar mouse dragon. It's got a whole bunch of shit. I'm not going to name it all. Um, yeah. Yeah, understands common. That's cool. It's got pack tactics, a treasure sense, and uh, underfoot. It can attempt to hide even when it's obscured only by a creature that is uh, at least one size larger than it. Yeah, um, those those tiny, abilities seem pretty dragons. consistent across the board. Yeah. Uh. So the the big one, um, platinum. Well, yeah. What's yeah? The electrum one has lightning breath. The gold one has fire breath. Nash. Silver has, do do do. Cold breath. Copper. Oh my God. It's rock and acid. Um, yeah, the platinum yeah. one's actually got some legitimate spell casting. But the platinum's the badass one. So it's got innate spell casting. The platinum mouse dragon's innate spell casting ability is Kahrisma, which on this is a 15 or a plus 2 uh, with a DC of 13. It's plus 5 to hit with spell attacks. It can cast the following spells requiring no, uh, no material components. At will, it can do May Chant, Minor Illusion, Silent Image. Nice. And once per day, it can do Enlarge Reduce, Invisibility, <laughs> Major Image, or see Invisibility. I would love to see this thing make itself larger. Um, But yeah, it's got the same stuff. But yeah, this one has a radiant breath. Oh, shit. Do you remember our old, old bit from sometime during another path of the liquid dragons? Yes. What are some other... What are some other variants of dragon mice that we can we can come up with? Like a set of like metal, like the metal ones. Yeah, let's start there. I think, um, you know, like your your like aluminum foil dragon mice. Yeah, uh, your They're very crinkly. Yep, yep, yep. Your tin, your tin can. <laughs> dragon mouse, mouse dragon. Yeah, it's got um, the it's got the ridges on it, like, like yeah. soup cans. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, do 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 do. It was uh, if there we went with woods. You know, you got like your ash, your birch. Your cedar. Yeah, your cedar. Your pine. Uh-huh. Um, if pine we went, dragon. Yeah, if we went with a... Uh, pine soul p- dragon. Yeah, the pine soul dragon. <laughs> smells the, uh, great. Yeah, it smells incredible. Um, yeah, you've got your fabric dragon. you got your know, silk dragon. You've got your know, cotton dragon. Silk, got... sat- silk and satin dragon mouse. I would be a, I would be a corduroy dragon mouse. <laughs> <laughs> I would be a, a denim dragon mouse. Ooh, I like that. Um, yeah. What about... Ooh, what about like... A velour dragon mouse. That's like the that's the yeah like like velour like silk. Those (laughs) are like the sexy mouse dragons. Those are the really like yeah uh, high quality yeah high velvet yeah oh yeah crushed velvet dragon crushed (laughs) crushed velvet mouse dragon. Fuck yes. You've got your mouse. You've got your velvet mouse dragon, and then, but then there's it's the very crush. little. Well, it's very little, and you're walking around, and you accidentally step on it, and then it becomes the crushed velvet dragon. Uh, mouse. Yeah, I was gonna say those are like, um, you know, like the the higher, um, like they're like the um, ascended uh, mm-hmm. velvet dragons. Like the yeah, you know, there's the velvet you know mouse <laughs> dragons, but like they can like if they with great deeds, the gods smile upon them, and they become ah. crushed velvet mouse dragons. There you go. There you yeah. go. 
the felt dragon yeah. mouse. Leather dragon mouse. <laughs> oh god. Just made of leather. It's just just made leather of skin. Leather. Uh, my brain really badass though. Yeah. Because I'm nasty, my brain went to the latex. Uh, oh, giant. no. <laughs> yeah, lycra. Uh, Some no. spandex. <laughs> the Spanx dragon mouse. The Spanx dragon mouse. The fucking hell. I love the dragon mouse. I think they're, they're incredible. Sorry, the they're, mouse uh, dragon. Mouse dragon. Mouse dragon. Yeah. Mouse dragon. Mouse dragon. They're uh they're all right. I think I think in the right circumstances could actually be good pets. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I think they could be good. I think they could be good too. I yeah. I think it's the the platinum is the the uh only one with twelve in. I think the next closest one is the gold at eleven intelligence. It's yeah. that it's that one point. That one, that one point. point is where speech comes in. <laughs> Where apparently speech and spell casting come from. Apparently with mouse dragons. Yeah. Oh, but uh, anything else to say about the mouse dragons, Griff? Um, no, only that the I think they should be cuter. I think they're plenty cute. I I think I think I also the... find a grell cute though. So I, yeah, yeah. And I came around on the grell, but like, well, you came around on the grick. I don't know about the grell. That's fair. Yeah, Grick's obviously yeah. rip Timothy. This one's for you, Timothy. God, Timothy um, boy. I think we're looking at probably the vulgar mouse dragon in the art here, because mm-hmm. he looks pretty vulgar. Yeah. Uh, but I think I think there could be some uh, some charms maybe to the other. Oh yeah, definitely. Ones. Just we have the nasty one to look at. Yeah, big old but, nasty boy. But some good itty bitty boys. Yeah, yeah. A whole horde of them. A whole horde of itty bitty boys. But yeah, gang, I think that just about does it. Cha cha for us here at the pet at, shop. There we go. <laughs> Um, as per usual, you know, if you like the show, you want to support us more, you check us out on uh, on, on Twitter at Pet Shop Cast. We mm-hmm. got a Patreon at patreon.com slash ghostlight media. Mm-hmm. We got a merch store, tpublic.com slash store slash ghostlight. It's tank top season, as we talked about. It's tank top season. Go buy some tank tops. Yeah, I've got a pet shop tank top, and it's great. We could match. We could be best friends. Yeah, best friends. Yes, be our best friends. <laughs> Be best friends uh, with us, Zach and Griffin, best friends. Best friends. Actual best friends, Zach and Griffin, you can enter our best friendship. For for $10 a month on Patreon.com, yeah, you, you can, can be, be our, our best friends. Best friends. <laughs> yes. 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 Incredible. Yes. Incredible. All right. Well, um, I think it's about everything, right? I think that's it, folks. It's been lovely having you. Thank you so much for listening. I've been Griffin. I have been Zach. And just remember, folks, at the end of the day, it's all about love. Baby. Nice, nice, no. nice. All about no. love. It's all about love, baby. <laughs> Bye. Thank you all for listening to episode 111 of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. If you enjoyed the show, consider leaving us a review or telling a friend about us. You can find us as part of the Ghostlight Media Network over on ghostlightmedia.net or on Twitter at Pet Shop Cast. On our website, you can find links to our merch store and Patreon page, which helps support all of the Ghostlight Media shows and all of the amazing people who create them. Speaking of which, thank you to our patrons Christina, Savani, and Ice Deer Brewing for your continued support. 
We'd like to thank Nicole Tuttle Rob for making our theme song. You can find Nicole on Twitter at Nicole Voice and on the Silent Secrets as part of Ghostlight Media. We'd also like to thank our friend Rin for voicing the ads you hear on the show. You can find Rin on Twitter at Rin underscore Moran and on the Imprinted Echoes podcast, also a part of Ghostlight Media. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Until then, I genuinely can't do an Australian accent. That uh, the end of that episode was the best I was ever going to do. Like for real, for real, for real, for real. For real. This has been a Ghostlight Media production.